One of the things that we can all count on is change. Things change for us every single day. Some of that change is good and some changes, well, let's, let's just say they're not so good. So on today's show, we're going to talk about some of the changes that happen in your finances over time. And sometimes these changes can create gaps. How do you feel those gaps? Stick around. It's time for the My Retirement Clarity Podcast with Lee Perkins, financial planner and president of JL Perkins Wealth Management. Get ready for a good dose of inspiration, simplicity, implementation, and of course, clarity on how to successfully prepare for retirement and grow and preserve your wealth. Here's Ben George with Lee Perkins. Welcome into My Retirement Clarity. I'm Ben George. He's Lee Perkins, owner and financial advisor at JL Perkins Wealth Management. You can find us online at myretirementclarity.com. Today we're talking all about the gap. Lee, have you ever been to to London? I have not. Never been there. Um, I've got some opportunities to go overseas uh, next year, not to London, but my wife is not too hip on travel outside of the United States right now. So I don't know if I'll ever get that chance. Well, if you have, if anybody's been that's listening, they'll probably recognize that phrase, mind the gap. It's, it's posted everywhere in London with their, their subway system, which is called the tube. They always have it there. It's, it's anytime you go to the subway, you know, there's a little gap between, you know, what you're stepping onto the, uh, the actual train and you got to kind of be careful that you don't kind of misstep there. But that's the whole idea. And then we're going to apply that today to financial planning, retirement planning. There are some gaps that most people will run into or come across during their planning process. We want to make sure that you have these gaps tightened up, make sure they're airtight, and you can do that with a comprehensive retirement plan. Lee, before you get started, how's everything going? It's good, man. We, we seem to be running wide open here at the office with people, and their main concern is still taxes. I mean, really? We're continuing to hear more and more about uh, some of the proposed tax changes, and people are curious about these, whether they're going to whether they're going to go through or not, and so it's got a lot of people on edge, and so we're doing a lot of planning around that as always. So taxes is still a huge thing here in the office, and I think that will continue on for the for the foreseeable future. Yeah, I was going to say I don't think that's going to be slowing down anytime soon, which is also a good reminder that uh, for listening to the show, we appreciate everybody that has supported the show, has given feedback, has reached out to Lee. But what we try to do is uh, kind of return that favor and offer you this ticking tax time bomb book offer. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a, a easy to read book that we put out some time ago. Uh, it gives several steps that that you can put into place right now to help you sort of prepare against increasing taxes in the future. So if you want to get a copy of that book, and we offer that to all the listeners of the show, just text the word "diffuse" D E F U S E to four seven four seven four seven. Give us your name and a good mailing address, and we will ship that right out to you. Very good. Also, you can visit uh, talkwithlee.com to schedule a meeting and uh, go through your taxes, your situation there, do some tax planning or anything uh, involving the retirement or financial plan. And if you have any questions about what we talk about today in terms of these gaps that we're about to run through, talkwithlee.com is a great place to start. Also, you'll find all of our shows online at myretirementclarity.com. All right, let's kick off this Mind the Gap conversation with the paycheck gap, Lee. And this is one right? We all have to experience, we, we step away from work, no longer getting that paycheck every two weeks or once a month, whatever it is. And this can be a big problem. Yeah, it really is. Um, you know, it's, it's just highly unlikely that, that you're going to, you know, walk away from your paycheck and, and immediately all that income is going to be replaced with, 
you know, a social security or a pension or, or any of those kind of things. So, you know, people want to figure out how, what can they do in retirement to, to make sure that they can fill this gap. So one of the things that we do when we first sit down with somebody is, is we, we really first want to determine what the need is. Uh, we've got to know what the gap is. And so ju- just because you're, you're retiring and that paycheck is stopping, it doesn't mean that you, you've got to replace the whole paycheck. A lot of people are under that misconception. So what we do is is a pretty thorough assessment of of your expenses to try to figure out what's being spent now, and then let's determine see if we can figure out what's going to change from an expense standpoint when when they retire. We don't do this, so you have to cut back on everything. You know that that's certainly not what we we want people to do. We want we don't want our clients to feel like they've got to be on a very tight budget when they retire. Uh, so that's certainly not the point. We do it because a lot of times people just really don't have an idea of what they spend. And so honestly, they, they don't know how much they need. You know, we've done this before for folks and they, they think they need $4,000 a month distribution in retirement. And after we go through the process and do the work, they determine they really probably only need $2,000 a month. And so that's a big difference. And that likely changes the withdrawal strategy that we put in, in place for them. Um, and I will say this, Ben, most of the time, the amount of money that people start off needing is going to change a little bit over time. It's very mm-hmm. common that that amount changes, you know, three months or six months into retirement as people sort of get into a, a retirement routine and figure out what their, their days look like. Well, you mentioned those withdrawals. What are, what, what tax implications are there, if any? I know we kind of already been kind of harping on taxes a little bit. So why not continue that conversation here? Yeah. So, so once you've dialed in the amount that you need, what you really have to do is determine where that money is going to come from. So we start out by looking at the tax status of the available assets. Are, are these qualified accounts, things like 401ks or IRAs, or are they non-qualified accounts or non-retirement accounts? Uh, some people call them a brokerage account or some type of investment account. Uh, or maybe, you know, do you have access to an account that you can withdraw from tax-free, you know, something like a Roth IRA uh, or even a, you know, some type of properly structured life insurance policy uh, that you can take money from tax-free. So we want to figure out what what the, the tax consequence is going to be from a withdrawal ahead of time because we want to mine the bracket, kind of like you were talking about mining the gap. We want to mine right. the bracket, the tax bracket. So if you ignore this step, you, you could probably wind up paying unnecessary taxes to the IRS. There's really no reason to do this. So remember, the, those withdrawals, they can have an impact on how your Social Security is taxed too. So there's a, there's a lot to consider. Once you know how much you need uh, and you've got a plan for taxes, then you've really got to figure out the best way to take the money. And so your strategy at this point completely depends on your age and where you're drawing the money from. So if, if you're retiring at, at age 56, that strategy is going to be completely different than if you're retiring at age 60 or 62. So the first thing to know um, is remember that your age in retirement absolutely matters. Um, and we don't have time on today's show to go into all the details, but just know that your age determines the strategy. You know, if you're withdrawing money from a 401k, you may be limited on your options. A lot of 401k plans don't allow you to set up monthly distributions. So you got to do it in chunks, meaning you may have to take out uh, three or six months worth of a distribution, have it transferred over into a savings account, and then maybe you pay yourself out of that account every month. Uh, Another thing to remember is if you're withdrawing from a 401k, 
you've got a mandatory 20% federal tax withholding, no matter what your bracket is or how much you'll actually owe. So you got to work within the rules of, of the plan administrator for that 401k. I always tell people withdrawing from an IRA is, is much easier because you can withdraw as much or as little as you want, or you could choose the amount of taxes that you want to withhold, or you could choose not to withhold at all. You still owe the taxes, but you've you've certainly got the flexibility to pay those taxes when you want. So I know I've kind of spent a, a long time on this, but one thing, one more thing that I do want to mention here before okay. we kind of close out this section is you've got to determine how you're going to take this distribution. Is this distribution going to come from you selling things inside of your portfolio, or is it going to come from maybe dividends that are paid out? Uh, so the strategy that you choose is certainly going to likely depend on how your portfolio is constructed. So that's that's a lot of things that we covered there. And and, and I'll tell you, Ben, people sometimes think, oh, well, I'm just going to withdraw some money. And that, that's where the income is going to come out, come from. Uh, boy, there's a whole lot more that goes into it than just just setting up that that distribution. A lot of a lot of factors to figure in. Yeah, that definitely sounds like it. And again, uh, the, the reminder to, to get that ticking tax time bomb book offer is, is you try to deal with taxes, and we all need to be thinking about it. You know, whether or not we're worried about where tax rates go, it's always important to be planning with taxes. Again, text diffuse D E F U S C to four seven four seven four seven. All right, next gap to be aware of, the inflation gap. Lee, we're hearing a lot about inflation, especially here in 2021. What do we need to be worrying about in terms of closing this gap as it relates to retirement? Yeah, inflation is something that we really hadn't had to deal with for quite some time, but it is certainly here and it can no longer be ignored. Uh, So this has got to be factored into your plan. And a lot of people think that the only way to outpace inflation is to simply take on more risk with their entire portfolio so they can get more return. And there are people that do this and it can work out, but it's really a dangerous strategy for somebody who's retired and no longer contributing to a retirement account. Uh, Most people are generally just looking to dial back on their risk level as they get a little bit older. So chasing a higher return by taking on more risk, it, it probably is not the best plan. I would say a better plan is to be a little bit more intentional about your investment strategy to begin with. Um, you know, especially if if income is the primary objective. I like to use what I call a bucket strategy, meaning different buckets of money have have each of them have a different job. So there's a bucket for short-term income. This bucket generally has less volatility, so there's not a, a high likelihood that that account's going to drop significantly. When the market turns south, and, and it will certainly turn south again at some point. Uh, and I would say this bucket, you know, may have two or three years of living expenses in it. The next bucket would, would be designed to provide income for the next period of years, say four to seven or eight years. Uh, this bucket's probably got more equity, so there's going to be a little more ups and downs in the short term bucket. And really, this bucket could be set up and designed to, to pay out dividends as well. And you know, dividends could be reinvested during the first few years, and eventually those could be paid out as income when needed. And then that last bucket, th- this is the bucket that we're going to use to address inflation over the long haul. And, and this is the bucket that we're going to take more risk inside of. Uh, this is long-term money. I would say 10 years plus is going to be the time horizon. 
This money is certainly going to have its ups and downs, uh, but we know that money invested over a longer time horizon is going to grow and it's likely going to outpace inflation. So the idea that you got to change your entire portfolio and take on more risk to, to beat inflation is not something that you've got to do. You know, I, I would say, why, why bring on additional worry about what the stock market does on a daily basis? And it's certainly not necessary. Hey folks, Lee Perkins here. If you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time, you know how much I hate taxes, and I know you probably do too. Our politicians are completely out of control. Their spending is off the chart, and you've got to be prepared for increasing taxes in the future. So we've written a book called Diffuse, Seven Steps to Protecting Your 401k or IRA from the Ticking Tax Time Bomb. You're going to want to grab a copy of this book and learn how you can protect yourself. Then you'll have to decide if you want to take action right now or if you'd rather wait until the IRS changes the rules of the game. Either way, the choice is yours. To get a free copy of the book, just text the word DEFUSE to 474747. That's D-E-F-U-S-E to 474747 and we'll send you a free copy. Thanks again for listening. Now back to the show. All right. And one more I want to get into here, Lee, I know this is one that you, you kind of spend time on with clients. You know, we don't ever plan for the loss of our spouse. I mean, that's just something we don't think about. We're not really planning for on our own, but if you do lose a spouse while you're retired, it can create some huge financial gaps for you. And then we call this the widow's gap. Yeah, th- this is really an important one to be in. And I think it's for a couple of different reasons. Sometimes people think that when, when one spouse dies, the surviving spouse's expenses are automatically going to decrease. And this certainly isn't always the case. Sure, there are some expenses that can change, but they're, they're almost never cut in half. And some people go by that assumption that once you know, you've got two people and you're spending 100%, once there's only one person, you're only spending 50%. That's certainly not the case. And what I see in the real world is that expenses don't really change a whole lot, but the income does change. You know, like you said, with Social Security, the surviving spouse is going to keep the higher of the two amounts. And I think most people know this, and hopefully they've, they've made plans for this. Now, regarding pensions, when I talk to people who have pensions and I ask them the question, what type of survivor benefit did you guys choose on the pension? I, I'd say probably half the people that I talk to don't remember. And this is certainly not good because that's a critical piece of the income planning puzzle. And so if half or all of the pension goes away at the death of a spouse, there's got to be a plan in place to, to replace that income so the surviving, you know, or, or if they don't, that surviving spouse can really be put into a little bit of a tough spot. Um, certainly if the deceased person's got life insurance, then, then that could be used to fill some of the income gap. But what I see a lot of times is that these policies aren't very large policies. I see a lot of smaller smaller death benefit amounts that are really just enough to, to cover burial expenses. And again, a lot of times when I meet with people, they don't really know what insurances are in place. So, you know, if, if no considerations have been made, the surviving spouse can certainly be forced to take a higher withdrawal percentage from their assets. And sometimes there's plenty of money for this, but sometimes it can, can put people in a position to, to draw down their assets a little bit quicker than they originally planned. Uh, and, and I would say one more thing here, Ben, is a lot of people overlook the reality that now the surviving spouse is going to become a, a single tax filer. 
And this right. means one thing for that person, and, that, and that's higher taxes. You know, we're beating the tax drum again. And, and, and if you don't believe me, just go look at the numbers in each bracket. Look at it for a, a, a married filing joint person, and now look at, at it as a single filer. And I would say this is one of the things that's most overlooked when planning for the death of a spouse. And so we, you know, we talk about taxes all the time with our clients, and this definitely should be more of a consideration when somebody dies. If you don't make the proper preparations for this, is this a gap that you can make adjustments for on the fly, Lee, or is this something that, you know, if you don't plan for, can can be tough to dig out of? Yeah, I, no, you there's it's never too late to plan. I mean, you can certainly do do some some planning. Um, I mean, I always say when, when's the best time to plant a tree? 20 years ago. When's the next best time? Today. It's the same thing with with planning for for these kind of things. Do, do the work now and and sometimes it's a very difficult conversation to have with somebody when you're you're sitting down with a couple and say okay well let's talk about what happens when you die you know I, I shared on the podcast not too long ago about having that conversation with my parents and my my mom started to cry she she didn't want to have that um you know she didn't want to have that conversation so yeah it's never too late never too late to start planning on that Okay. And that's the widow's gap. I want to go quickly back before we close out this conversation, back to uh, something you said about expenses a little bit earlier on. I know that um, you know, travel is, is a big part of, of what we want to do in retirement. A lot of people have plans to maybe not go internationally, but at least see a lot of the country, go visit family. But travel is expensive. Um, and when, you know, when someone dies, you would think that travel expenses go down, but is that what you see? Not, not really, uh, especially if the surviving spouse is female. What I see happening is women doing more traveling once their, their husbands are gone. And, and let's face it, you know, guys, as they age, a lot of times they tend to want to hang around the house more. Not everybody, but, but many do. So sometimes they may actually, you know, be the ones who are limiting travel in retirement. So I see a lot of widowed ladies traveling around in groups, uh, girls trips, if you will, especially if they've spent the last year or so uh, or a couple of years caring for their husbands before they pass away, if there's been a you know health crisis. And so really for a lot of ladies, the travel portion of their retirement budget actually increases a little bit. And I don't think that's that's a bad thing at all. I actually encourage it, but you certainly have to plan for it. So yeah, that's that's a good a good thought there. All right. Planning, again, is the key and planning for taxes in a lot of these situations with these gaps is also very important. So if you haven't done that, please visit talkwithlee.com. You can schedule a time to meet with Lee. Begin going through these things. It's never again, as he said, never too late to start planning. And myretirementclarity.com is where we'll put all these podcasts that we do, including this one. So if you want to go back through and listen through these gaps, hear uh, the discussion a little bit more, or go to some other conversations we've had in the past, please visit myretirementclarity.com. All right. Uh, I wanted to end with a quote, Lee, and this is one that a client actually sent over in response to the newsletter that you sent out. So if you don't get the newsletter yet, please also reach out to Lee for that. But I thought this was good. It's actually from, from Oprah. I know we're all very familiar with Oprah. But she says, be thankful for what you have. You'll end up having more. If you concentrate on what you don't have, you will never, ever have enough. Yeah, I, I love the quote. I'm not a, not a huge Oprah Winfrey fan, but uh, my, my client did send me that quote. And I was like, that's really awesome. And he sent that in response to a, a blog that I'd put in my last 
uh, client newsletter, and you can see that blog at our at our website. Just talking about how people compare themselves with others, and how you know sometimes my clients will ask me, "Well, how how am I doing?" And I'll, I'll tell them, and they're like, "No, how am I doing in in relation to to your other clients? Or do I have more money or less money? Or how's my return compared to somebody else?" And I'm like, "Those those things don't matter. You take care of yourself." control what you can control and worry about your own happiness and not how how you look in comparison to somebody else. So yeah, I think Oprah definitely got that right. Maybe she read my blog and put put that, <laughs> that quote out there. Yeah, that's it's, it's so true. I mean, if you always worry about what you don't have, you're never going to be satisfied. But we all need right. to be thankful for what we do have. Yeah, because there's always going to be somebody that's got more than than you have. Yep, absolutely. Well, let's close it out on that note. I enjoyed our conversation today about minding the gap in retirement and in your finances. And please, again, I encourage you to visit talkwithlead.com. Also, you can always text Diffuse, D-E-F-U-S-E, to 474747 to get that ticking tax time bomb book offer, Seven Steps to Diffusing the Ticking Tax Time Bomb. And you're going to need it. And it's so important. As you you heard today, that tax conversation is always going to be front and center, right, Lee? Absolutely. Get the book, guys. We appreciate you listening. Please hit subscribe to the show and we will talk to you again soon. Thanks. Investment advisory services are offered by J.L. Perkins Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor and insurance agency. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Always consult with a qualified tax, legal, or investment professional before taking any action.